0: Welcome to the Ready Made Friends Podcast with your hosts, Angelon and Daria. We're two cousins here to share anything from self-care tips to lively conversation around current events. Thank you for joining in the conversation. Let's dive right in. Hey. Hey. Okay. I love those earrings. They're beautiful.
1: Okay. What'd you do this weekend?
0: What did I do? Well, I'm one of the few people who have actually watched uh, the Olympics, I think, in oh, okay. the world. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's been phenomenal, I think, because I've really been into the uh, women's figure skating and bobsledding. The, oh, so you
1: know all about the scandal.
0: And the speed skating. Oh, my goodness. Yes. I mean, I was really into uh, I, Nathan Chin. Oh, my goodness. Before I get into the scandal, he is all that I, I, he was fabulous. I love his little facial expressions that he makes, and his little fist pump that he ha- does when he's <laughs> when he when he wins. He makes his face when he does his moves. But yeah, I I watched Camila Villanueva, and she that girl was so light on her feet. I mean, she's only 15 years old, and there I guess there was a reason why she was so light on her feet. I mean, she skated beautifully, but unfortunately that whole mm. she didn't have the right adults she didn't have the right people around her mm. it's it, 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 it was sad thing, huh? oh my gosh it, it was a fiasco and it was an emotional night for all of the skaters who won that night mm. I mean well it was the two Russian skaters I think they won gold and silver her teammates and then the uh, Japanese skater who had a skater from Japan who had won, and they were all crying because it was such a moment of just devastation. Because here it is, this big drug scandal overshadows the entire game,
1: right? Mm-hmm. So it was sad, yeah. Mm-hmm. But they talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: but uh, yeah, but other than that, I, I've been inspired by three people on this Olympics team Aaron Jackson. Mm-hmm. a speed skater have you did you hear about her did you see I think her
1: first, is she the first african-american or? she
0: is the first yes yeah, she is the first uh, she's the first american who brought home the gold in the like 28 years i oh, think wow. i think it was 28 years and she just started she was in roller derby 2016 prior she just started roller derbying and then just got into speed skating in 2016. And yeah. here she is at the Olympics. She was such mm-hmm. an inspiration. And I'm just like, girl, mm-hmm. you 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 could do anything. It doesn't matter the length of time you're mm-hmm. in something new. You talk about just pivoting into something new. I mean, mm-hmm. it didn't take her any time. And uh, yeah, I am just so proud of her. I woke up in the morning, actually, with no intention of, I just had the Olympics on because it's just a thing and. I'm used to doing, especially yeah. as a kid, but I just happened to have it on and woke up to her speed skating and I was <laughs> like,
1: come on, Erin Jackson, yes, oh. yes, <laughs> go for oh. gold, us, you know? I know,
0: but yeah, yeah. And so did you watch any of the, uh,
1: I have not um, watched one lick, but <laughs> I have seen headlines, you know, um, when I go to look check my email and stuff but um one thing I can say um is that's amazing you know the fact that she's um made so much gains in such a short time but also yes you know I don't know if you remember when I was a teenager I was a figure skater yeah I remember um your little cat your little (laughs) your pose You know, it's just that sport is, um, you know, remember Debbie Thomas, it's just very few and far in between. Um, do you do see um, black figure skaters or, you know, skaters, you know, like she's a speed skater. You don't really see that and it can be lonely in that area. Um, so, but to win that just makes that just trumps all it's like it's worth the sacrifice to be the only one and to you know go through any kind of um obstacles to keep you out of it it just it makes it worth it when you're like i'm being recognized for the skill level i have and the talent i have and nobody can take that away from you that's just amazing to hear so i might just tap in just for that alone just the fact that someone that looks like me that You know, I I can identify with the journey to get there, um, and just you know see her win like that's that's amazing. I didn't I didn't I did see the headline, but I didn't watch it. But now I'm like, ooh, let me go back and look.
0: Oh yeah, it it was phenomenal, and it was so funny because in one tweet she said, "I cried so hard that I had my medal on backwards." (laughs) I said that was so hilarious. I said, "Hey, listen, it doesn't matter. You just got it up there."
1: I know that's good.
0: Yeah, but there were two others that were uh, that I really found to be inspirational during this during this Olympics. I mean, it was another woman. Her name is Alana Myers Taylor. She's thirty seven. She had COVID. She recovered. She's a bobsledder. Yes, and
1: about to tell her one oh bobsledder. my gosh, yes,
0: yeah. that's the that's the first time I watched bobsledding in, at the Olympics. I was never really interested. I would watch the skiing and all the other sports, but not the bobsledding. I was not particularly into that but yeah. oh my goodness she won the bronze last night or oh, I should say wow. the morning in Beijing but yeah she she won the bronze so I mean she, killing
1: it over there.
0: yeah I mean she really did her thing and it's like she's when she had COVID it, she said okay I'm gonna train as hard as I can mm-hmm. while I'm in this and she went for it and here she did it I was like, "Go girl,
1: go girl!" Black girl magic in the snow, <laughs> in the cold, Beijing, right Beijing. in Beijing.
0: Well, you know they definitely have the right apparel on. You know they have all the Gore-Tex and all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> so they're all right. Black yeah, yeah, <laughs> they they got the right. I <laughs> know, uh, like I don't, I wouldn't be out there, but. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well, the speed skating oh, now, I'm like, okay, maybe I get my roller skates on. Let me see oh, that. I know.
1: That's that exciting. Like, okay, this summer is on, this spring, oh, yeah. you know, The spring, you know, a good temperature, I'm out there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, not on ice, but right. Yeah. that's admirable. Okay. But yeah, and that, and, and, and another woman who, Claudia Pestine of Germany, she's another speed skater who at the age of 50 made our oh, wow. record by being the oldest female athlete to participate in these games oh my gosh so you got
1: all kinds of
0: records i'm telling you so you've got you're not too old right you're, you're not too it's not too late mm-hmm. not too old not too late two things not too old not too late so yeah. these Olympic Games they they were really an inspiration, and I and I always enjoyed even as a kid watching the mm-hmm. Olympics because it's just you seeing it's, you're seeing these people compete and they may mess up but then they rebound. That's why I love figure skating so much yeah, because
1: I love Mary Lou Retton. Oh, she's my oh the gym if I could have had a poster. Yeah. I have a poster. She used to be on the on the cover of the Wheaties box. <laughs> <laughs> A oh, red no. white
0: blue,
1: yeah. No. Dominique
0: Dawes, you know all of you, know, all oh, those yeah. gymnasts. Dawes, yeah. yeah, yeah. And you used to be a gymnast too, right? Were you a no. gymnast? No, yeah. it was just ballerina and ice
1: skating. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what you're like. oh, no. No. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. <laughs> you just had some nice legs.
0: So you still had that athletic build, which is what I admire. Yeah. I'm trying to get there. Well, I got
1: those. I got those legs from tennis when I did uh, tennis. Okay coach uh what was his name dang uh it's on the tip of my tongue anyways he used to run us and make us do all kinds of drills and run around that court
0: yeah but uh, yeah i guess that'll do it maybe i need to Mm. do a few runs around the court you know i don't like running but (laughs) i like running (laughs) jump roping looping looping. skilling Roller skating, yeah. Well, you
1: roller skate. And roller skating, yeah. I mean, that's that strengthens the legs. That's oh the yeah. Legs oh yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. It really does. So but so what so what have you so what have you been doing all weekend long? What's been uh
1: um, making you? I have been what did I do? Oh, been watching a lot of basketball. It was all it's the all-star game weekend. Okay. So on Friday we went to um I don't know if I told you, London's cheering
0: okay yeah you and did tell a me well, that
1: How fun! Game. and it was girls basketball and they rocked it out and they won um real aggressive just like in a good way though you know they held their own and and really blew out the opposing team. So that was really nice to see. It was exciting. Nice. And, you know, nice to see my daughter cheer. And then um, we just watched more basketball yesterday. Just watching the uh, festivities leaving, leading up to the um, the dunk contest. You know, they did a lot of stuff that i would never seen them do before. <laughs> um, as part of these, this all-star um, game weekend but um, the dunk contest it, it was kind of it was lackluster like it wasn't as good as it has been in the past they weren't very um, they didn't use like props you know how they used to I don't know if you ever did you ever used to watch any of the dunk contests?
0: I didn't but excuse me there was like a duck that was quacking so I just <laughs> my phone up and I was distracted <laughs> but yeah so you say have I been to the dunk, the dunk contest no no have there. you
1: have you ever watched it before in the past in the past years
0: I have I you know it's for me to ask probably not very much but I, I say
1: you would have remembered because I was
0: aware like
1: props and yeah like, like I've, someone would wear a cape or they would ha- dunk over three people or they oh, would- Oh yeah,
0: I've seen those so on TV. Jump off yeah, of stuff. Yeah. yeah, not in
1: person, but I've seen yeah. it on TV. I mean, yeah. I haven't seen it in person either, but yeah, but they didn't do any of that last night. It was kind of like, okay. Um, but one of the commentators, I think it was Kenny from um, the TNT panel with uh, Charles Barkley, Shaq and Ernie, but, um, and I watched them a lot. So if you don't know who I'm talking about, that's all right, cause I don't Shaquille. even know who I'm talking about. Sha- I just know, I just know. Yeah, I know Shaquille O'Neal. I was gonna to say, talking. yeah. people, I'm not really I'm
0: putting. gonna tell you the truth. I don't do not feel bad because <laughs> I do not know any. I cannot tell you about any of the basketball players of today. Yeah, I probably within know, the last five are years.
1: Old. They're older. They're not. They're not new. So, but they were just saying that these. New basketball players who are doing the dunking are more into in-game dunking than they are into like dunk on the spot kind of thing. Like they can dunk ah. while they're playing the game. But dunking on a spot like they were expected to do last night is probably more difficult for them.
0: Oh wow. Okay. So there's dunking on a spot and then dunking in the game. So that means that if uh, Charles Barkley is sitting there and there's a young player there, like, hey dude, you want to dunk? So that he's me, he's talking like that. You they can't be spontaneous, spontaneous is what he's saying. They're, yeah,
1: they're not really spontaneous and it's kind of like if it's planned, like they were just like they get three attempts to make two baskets.
0: Right, um,
1: so each one, so you know, a total of six opportunities for them to do it. Well, they they all took three, and then some of them were doing like practice. so it's like some of them was doing five. I, I swear one did six times trying, and I was just and then still didn't make it like I was just like why are you but then they showed all the highlights to them and they were like dunking all over the place during the games so then that's when Kenny just pointed out like these are in-game dunkers they're not really like spontaneous let me use a prop let me you know I mean one person used I think two people used um, someone else to help them but it really didn't pay wait out they didn't make the basket <laughs>
0: wait a minute someone else helped one of the professional basketball players to dunk or yeah
1: see and yeah and I know because are you, you serious seen it, well because you haven't seen it you don't understand like so they they'll toss the ball up and then they catch it and then they dunk like that or they'll hop over somebody So that's what I mean by helping. Yeah, (laughs) like they're professional. That's what I said. I said, (laughs) for one of the things, I said, they play in the NBA right now.
0: That's what I'm thinking in my head. Yeah, I, I can a,
1: see you be right like, now? no, they need help.
0: How they get paid? Let me
1: get in the NBA then. Can so, I get in the NBA? I need help. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I want to get paid. I'll help.
1: <laughs> they're, they're my contacts? You're <laughs>
0: right. I'll help you, cousin. Right here. Hoist you up. Hey!
1: Go help each other. Yes, we both going to get paid. Multi-million dollars
0: exactly shoot oh my god but
1: they had they did have you know what okay i'm i'm hopping around but <laughs> they had the halftime show it was dj Khaled, right like okay yesterday. yeah um and mary j blige was one of the performers
0: what did it was it a mary j blige concert <laughs> no That's was it like crazy. the halftime
1: like like the halftime show yeah they sang
0: two songs only
1: one and i was like you know what they going to get enough of cut mary j blige i want to hear her whole roller <laughs> <want to> <laughs>
0: song. i know we're I silly at we, the conference. everybody wanted to hear
1: i was I like everything <laughs> what's your favorite mary j blige song
0: okay i'm not going to even start you remind me <gasps> i could tell you didn't know where i was going that's why i stopped <laughs> I at the very beginning at the very beginning you know when she oh yeah when it's slow yeah. oh my goodness me. yes <laughs> what's yours
1: oh my gosh so many i probably don't even know. know real love for real them love. i love that song oh yeah real love such a of real love hey <laughs> <Ten> <laughs> I I, I tell you Um, yeah a whole bunch of them I love and yes I love that I even love that one with her uh, KC. that oh yeah Oh, (laughs) oh my gosh I just want to hear her whole Rolodex and I tell you I was not a fan when she, when she first came out, I was a fan as far as like, I liked her songs, yeah. but then I wasn't a fan of, I wasn't really like, oh, let me follow Mary J. Blige or go get her CD or anything. But in 2003, I'll never forget because I was pregnant. You
0: went to a concert, didn't you?
1: I went to a concert. Yeah, I remember that. Friend, yep, with my best friend, her sister, and her sister's best friend. And she performed her butt off. I loved her ever since. And every time I get a chance, I've gone to see Mary J. Blige in concert. At least, this isn't going to be a lot, but at least three or four times. That That's quite a bit. Yeah, I try to go one online because I'm just person. like, it's going to be lit. I know most of the songs, like she's dancing the whole time. I, I can feel her pain. Like I understand, girl. I'm telling you, when you can <laughs>
0: see a performer like that, three or four times i mean yes. even to see them twice that means that hey if they ever have a vegas show
1: mm, i'm there you
0: know, that the, be right there no that Ooh. that is more than enough oh yes. mary so did yes. you so did you uh while you were watching uh the all-star did you happen to have a uh cocktail or uh a, a wine or a beer while you were drinking oh, <laughs> while you were watching these uh
1: for, what these tv no films. not for the all-star I was eating some pizza I think pizza, pizza and I think I had some water <laughs> yeah kind of chilling I was chilling chillin'.
0: so you were having it so so were you having a dry uh were, did you were having you having a dry month time. a dry,
1: month, a dry <laughs> no <laughs> a dry day I heard I saw that you are so so what's up with that like what made you come up with that what made you
0: No, I did not come up with anything, but I do want to talk about all these celebrities who I came up with this dry month, January. And I was like, what is that? And they were saying how they're not drinking wine or uh, consuming any alcohol. And I'm like, I've been doing that practically my whole life. You know, it's big, not only a social coffee drinker, but maybe social on occasion, you know, grab some um, something. But, you know, it's so funny how, when you see these things taking place, how all of a sudden it's in vogue or if it's on trend when there are people who have been having dry months for years. I always said that I get high naturally off life. I don't need anything external to bring me high or, Mm -hmm. you know, really relax me. But it's so funny. It was just so funny how all of these, it was trending in January. And I think pretty much, it was like, I think it was, just getting high yeah. off life so it was interesting how that had unfolded then I started seeing all these trends across social media everybody's like yeah I'm having a drive up blah, blah, blah. I was like well and that's good though that um, is a good thing
1: yeah it is good and I, I do honestly think that like you and I just have natural personalities that we can find a high without being high without a substance to motivate us to do be high so I do think that but you know, I, it, and maybe I'm just kind of like in a like serious mode today. So you have to like,
0: I can tell that. you are
1: by the look I, on, when
0: we first got on, I said, you've got stuff going on this evening. I know. <laughs> That's why.
1: Well, the thing is, I, um, I I'm in a, a, I'll, I'll talk more about it later, but I'm in a mindfulness based stress reduction class. And so this morning I was in meditation for three hours. So I'm well, just like, you.
0: probably
1: just now like being alert. coming out.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome.
1: So when you were sharing about the celebrities having a dry month, what I was thinking about was the fact that maybe people are um, the celebrities, some of them, not all, of course, some of them want to be hype. Or whatever, but some of them may be experiencing anxiety, trying to be the person that we all expect them to be. And before they go into this, you know, photo shoot or this event or um, this interview, maybe they need that pick me up, and they just relied on that. So it's kind of like that self medication you know, for the, in order for them to do tasks that we would just be like, we don't feel like doing something. We'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, we can't do that today. Or we won't be going to that or whatever, where they may feel like I need something so I can get through this so I can get paid. And we're and um, where we would deal with it differently, you know, we would just bow out and be like, oh, girl, I hook up with you later. I have to reschedule or something like that. And I'm sure there's a lot of times they blow people off too. But and I'm not saying all celebrities, but I wonder if some of them have selected the dry month just for that reason, like.
0: And it wasn't just celebrities; it was other people too. You don't oh, know. Oh yeah,
1: it's yeah, because it. I've, I've seen it. Um, I've seen some other people too that I follow just saying, yeah, I'm not doing it. But I just wonder if it's because of the COVID the stress that yeah. people are going through, they turn to alcohol and it's just gotten out of hand. Well, yeah, um, because
0: this time, at this time of the pandemic, it was the highest, uh, I think there were, the amount of alcohol consumption was at an all-time high. Not all, I shouldn't say all-time high. It was increasing because yeah. people were at home and whatnot. And like you say, I think people were dealing with it, the pandemic in different ways. And so I think it's a great thing to have it. I think it's a great thing because especially, in at work it, and this 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 doesn't I don't know this doesn't happen too much I don't think in the uh in different sectors it depends but I know a lot of times in these offices people will be like oh my goodness you want to go out for drinks and it's like I don't drink <laughs> like yes. and it's like okay you just want to <laughs> hang out at the bar <laughs> it's like uh no what if that person has an alcoholic problem or their family and you're asking them all these questions to go hang out uh no so I I hope hopefully as the country begins to open up and the world itself, that a lot of that just slows down. But I have a feeling mm. that when it goes back, it's it, it's going back very
1: fast. Well <laughs> so. I think that like too, people have to remember like you have a choice. Like if you want to to socialize, it doesn't always have to include a substance. Like you exactly. Can be- Socialize and do other things, or you could you could go and just order you a you know ginger ale. A mocktail, yeah. Yeah. and then you can still like you and I could get away with doing that. Like I could I could go somewhere and just order a pop, and they'd be like, "Is something in there?" And I'm like, "No." (laughs) What's in there? Ain't nothing here. But you know, but you know, it just comes back to choice. It comes back to just. Kind of, and then, you know, if you know that it's to someone who has an addiction, they would just probably, the choice would be not to even put yourself in that situation, but.
0: Yeah. We have
1: choice. We definitely
0: have choices. And I tell you what, the choice I made in watching this Janet Jackson documentary. Oh my goodness. Did you watch the documentary?
1: Okay. (laughs) And I was watching, I was listening to a podcast. And one of the people in the podcast, you know, they're familiar with Janet Jackson, but they weren't like, like a fan, 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 kind of like, like, like you, like, you know, you're a fan fan. I'm a fan fan. So.
0: And at first I must say, let me, let me uh, say that I said I made the choice because it's, I was tossing it up back and forth. I said, do I really, I, I, I pretty much know uh, her her story and whatever story she tells, is, you know, the, as in most, as in some documentaries like this, they're selective naturally. And that is their prerogative totally. But I'm like, oh, I don't need to watch it. But then I just watched it because I was like, oh yeah, you know, it's Janet
1: But yeah, like the per- the other person in the podcast was basically a fan fan and she was like, there was nothing in there that I didn't already know. Like exactly, said, and and she said I wanted more, and I was like, "That's how I felt. Like I want to love it because it's Janet, and I'm yeah. like, "I love Janet." Um, there were a couple things where I was like, mm, "You know, the home videos; those were that was nice. But, you know, I like it was that. Very insightful. Like like, there's a deeper part of Dan- Janet that I just think that we will never really know until."
0: It's okay, folks. We lost her and lost my cousin, but she will be found. We were talking about Janet. I don't know why I up <laughs> so you were so you were saying about uh, the other pod you were listening to another podcast and yeah, yeah so, so
1: like stuff that we stuff that we are kind of already knew and then you know it was nice to see the videos, but they were um they still weren't that insightful. I just feel like there's so much more to Janet than what was given to us. But we it's gonna be a while before we find out more. Cause she, I mean she didn't say anything about this last marriage, which could be under their uh marital agreement that not to speak on it.
0: But. Yeah, I for, I forgot you but I forgot she was uh currently married but I do I, I did not know what I did not know was I didn't know that she was married to Renee Elizondo I didn't even know that she yes, were did, married you
1: told me girl you told me I? Yes. Yeah, I oh me I thought it was just oh. no you told me back in the day that's how I knew oh. and I was like oh, I just, just
0: forgot It <laughs> just shows you much... because,
1: yeah well because a lot of it a lot of the time um you know they kept secret but yeah I remember you telling me because I I was like she's married what Well,
0: if I, if you remember me telling you, I definitely did, being that I definitely had the Janet Jackson posters. Remember the 10 by 10 poster I had of her by Michael, by Kurt, by by Kurt Cameron, you know, I had Kurt Cameron with the horse. Yeah, all of that. Oh my goodness. But yeah, I was really, you know, I was that when the part came up about Justin, Timberlake, <laughs> he oh, was I'm saying
1: over that. That was you know, that just took up too much. Yeah,
0: she you know, <laughs> you know, I have forgiven him. I want you to forgive him too. I said, oh, I'm just looking at him side eye. I think, you but know, I just with think Brittany and Janet, like
1: <laughs> I just think she wants to move forward. Why is that even part of her documentary? And and somebody and the, the yeah. in the other the person podcast that I watched, she did bring up a good point. She was like, it was too much about the men in her life. Justin, Michael, like, oh what about gosh. Janet? It should have focused yeah. only on Janet, like all these, you know, James and Renee, like, we don't care about them. Like, what's going on with Janet? That's what we want to know more of. And we didn't really get that.
0: Yeah. But I did enjoy the home video of her and Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Making the
0: album. It was so, I thought it was the cutest and funniest video because. I said, this is just genuine footage. I said, I yeah. love this part because
1: she like, I'm going home.
0: I know, I love that. <laughs> she said, y'all up here laughing. You know how she has that y'all over here yeah. laughing. And I'm trying to say, because Jimmy tune is right up there giggling and stuff yeah. and she's yeah. like I'm going home what yeah. are we going to tell yeah. the record label then just tell them there won't be an album you know I just yeah. thought that was so cute But I, but that, you know, I
1: do believe that's how, that's how it goes down sometimes Some stars because you know if you think about it a lot of stars they have such like their creativity comes at different times it may not be a conventional time it may not be during the studio time it might be later So she just wasn't feeling it right? she was like, I am not trying to be laughing with y'all. No.
0: (laughs) So you were saying like, there was too much, there was too much about the men in her life, like the relationship she had with the men. Do you think there were a lot of, do you think there were a lot of transactional relationships that were taking place with Janet in that
1: respect? Mm, I don't think so. I think she wanted, I think it was kind of like, what I do believe is like she genuinely wants wanted someone to be loved by her. I mean, wanted to love her for her. And she genuinely thought these people did. As far as James and Renee. I mean, and Jermaine. And I what I'm surprised is she was like she she was willing to have multiple babies with Jermaine Dupree. She wanted to be down with that. And I was like, go ahead, Janet.
0: Well, you know, I think yeah. some people they have those in in real life. I mean, not that, that her life is not real, but I think some people have those types of uh, yeah. they are the genuine relationships, but then there are those relationships where okay, I want you here for just this the part of my life, or I want you here for that part of my life. Mm-hmm. And trend, you know these these types of uh, transactional relationships. I think they've been around forever. It's just another phrase because I know you brought this up before yeah that and I think it's just another phrase that's being thrown around for if you scratch my back I'll scratch yours or if you do me a favor I'll do you a favor and it's I know if I'm in this type of relationship forget it because if it doesn't come from your heart I don't want it
1: Right. And I think it's it's dangerous to enter, to me, transactional relationships if you want to someday genuinely feel loved on. Because I think you're going to always maybe unconsciously like select people like, oh, we'd be good together. We'd be like a power couple. Or, or I could do this for her and she could do this for me. Or, you know, like then you're always kind of seeing things from that perspective because it's become your habit it's it's habitual like that's just how i see things how i see relationships like if if you don't have nothing to offer me then i'm done with you kind of thing and you could it just makes people disposable and um and you definitely don't want to marry someone like that because then you're stuck
0: I wish I could have that type of relationship, transactional relationship with Target, you know, and it's you know, yeah, yeah. very favorable. <laughs> you know, I, I wish I had that relationship with them because every time I go, it's just pure transaction.
1: If I post, if, yeah, if I post that I went to Target, can I have some free stuff?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they're going to look at me real Money funny dad. and be like, okay, this is not a barter system here. Yeah, you know, no, it's not a trade.
1: Do people the their whole life bartering and it'd be great but but that's for that purpose but if you want to have a close relationship with like friendship or or you know a romantic relationship transactional relationships are they it's dangerous I think it's that's why people be getting hurt yeah and I just finished a show on
0: HBO max called white lotus have you heard of that show
1: what
0: is it? White lotus. White, the color, Crayola color white. Lotus, oh, the flower. Right. Well, there, there's a scene um, in this TV show. It's a series where two people they're in a transactional relationship. Now, to give you some background, the show centers around a group of guests who visit this hotel resort in Hawaii, and their hotel staff they experience microaggressions from some of the guests stereotypical stereotypical attitudes classism all sorts of stuff so one of the guests hotel staff members who is also a hotel spa manager her name is Belinda she and she's Belinda's played by the wonderful Natasha Rockwell from Insecure she actually gets into a transactional relationship with one of the hotel guests named Tanya who is played mm-hmm. by one of my other favorite actresses, uh, Jennifer Coolidge? She's hilarious. So the relationship it forms when Tanya is pouring out all of her heart and troubles to Belinda, and Belinda, she is the spa manager and she's in charge of everything from massages and everything. Mm-hmm. So Tanya. As she's listening to Belinda just pour out her heart, she's like, oh my goodness, yes, tell me all of your problems, white woman, you know, that kind yeah. of thing, because that's what it was. And mm. she's listening and can't get a word in edgewise. So Tanya, she's inviting her to dinner, asking her to spread her deceased mom's ashes mm. on the ocean. Now, who does that? I mean, uh. here it is. Yes, you're, you're working as the spa manager, you're working period and this guest ask you, hey, you know what? Like if someone at work asks you that you were just strictly coworkers, you're not friends or anything like that, why don't you join me, you know, to spread my parents' ashes over the ocean? I mean, how would you feel about that?
1: Yeah. That's Some kind awkward. of way. like Awkward. Oh, no.
0: Yeah, so Tanya, she's needy, and it's just all about her. And you, you begin to get the sense that Belinda is only there to serve her needs her feelings Mm. so Belinda she's being as professional and being as polite as she can because it's her job to do it's strictly her job to service the customer so she she definitely wants to keep her job so she's like the stereotypical caregiver you know and Mm. so now during this whole spiel Tanya tells Belinda that they should go into business together And Belinda is excited about it because Tanya has told her that she will back her financially and has business partners that she could hook her up with, with this new spa. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: what ends up happening, Tanya winds up dating this guy, Tanya the guest that's in the room next to her. So she's got someone occupying her time now. She's not taking up all of Belinda's time anymore. It's, it's like one of those things where you get up into a relationship with somebody, then you drop your friends. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's that kind of thing. So Belinda asks her, Tanya, to look at this business proposal. She worked hard on this proposal. And Tanya tells her that she can no longer sustain this transactional relationship, because mm-hmm. she has too much going on.
1: So, so Belinda, entertain
0: other people. <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. She
0: entertained another folk. Mm-hmm. So Belinda, she's in total shock. She's just been. She she's just like, wait a minute, where is this coming from? You know, one right. minute you, you're telling me, hey, I let, let's go into business together. You can, you know, talk. You can talk to your business partners to back me up, and so. Tanya hands her a wad of cash and Belinda's just outdone. And so she, all of this time, Belinda had no idea that this was a transactional relationship. So
1: <laughs> wow. it can be
0: one-sided to where yeah. you don't think, now if it's a transactional relationship, I believe you have to be upfront with that person. But a lot of times it's like it goes back to your point of saying unconsciously, you can mm-hmm. get yourself into a transactional relationship like Belinda did yeah she totally uh, got she totally got herself to feel, in there.
1: yeah nobody wants to feel used and I'm sure she felt used at the time like you just use me to listen all your problems and do all this for mm-hmm. you and and get you all hyped about your business ideas and then as soon as someone else comes along you dump me like a hot potato
0: and that's and, what happened in exchange for a lot of cash she didn't even count it. She just put it in the drawer. I'd have been like, okay. Oh, <laughs> all right, that you good. You pay me for my time. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like Mariah Carey. Remember when Mariah Carey was uh getting ready to I think it was a billionaire, I think. Oh, and yeah. I it didn't work I out. about
1: that the other day.
0: And she <laughs> said, I'm charging you for my time. I said, go ahead, mm-hmm.
1: Mariah. You are wasting you had my me time. On your arm. I gave yep. you publicity. Nobody ever heard of you no or seen ever heard you. Of you. Yep. Yeah. So, and
0: therefore, now, henceforth, henceforth right. Henceforth,
1: this was a transaction. Okay. So you yeah. turn this
0: into a transaction. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then i will be getting paid for my time. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. Whatever happened with that, it got dropped. Or- I don't know, but I just
0: know that, you know, a lot of times, and I know Bell Hooks, uh, on, and I just, Bell Hooks and All About Love, she, talk, she touches on this. You know, she mm-hmm. talks about, how when you're getting into relationships especially the loved one, you know to to be able to act with love, it requires open and honest communication mm-hmm. and if that's not there, then you have nothing to grow on how can you move how can you move forward in any relationship when uh it's it's totally built on false pretenses, and there's yeah. nothing nothing's clear
1: yeah, anything that is, begins with honest without um begins dishonest is going to end poorly like mm-hmm. you're not going to get a benefit out of that you got to come clean maybe yeah. if you come clean you can you know start from that point on but if you try to keep up the facade eventually it's going to crumble it's not gonna oh, let.
0: oh yeah oh yeah it's 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 gonna crumble it's gonna crumble like uh nestle toehouse chocolate chip cookies that i'm mm-hmm. gonna partake mm-hmm. of <laughs> tonight <laughs> maybe chip a holy
1: crumble. Maybe. <laughs>
0: Yes, the soft, soft straight out of the oven, three hundred and fifty degrees. <laughs> yeah. As I'm watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Prime, I I was so wait, so ready. You know I'm a TV watcher. I know you're not much of a TV watcher, but so yes, I'll be so watching the Marvelous so that's the Mrs. Thing Maisel that
1: you're watching now. Because I know you're watching yeah. it when it first came out. So yes, like, what season are
0: they in? Oh my goodness, I think it's see, I think it's season two. Okay. I think it's season. I think it's season two. Yeah, because, of course, when the world stopped, you know, production stopped. But I was anxiously awaiting for them to come out. i was so excited. I'm so excited. So, it's out. But I, I think I'm just about done with seasons. Season watching. I'm like, can you just give me the whole thing? And what
1: oh, if you want to binge now? We've been. We've been uh spoiled to like I don't have to wait till next week to find out what happens next. I can find out in five minutes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, and don't get me wrong, there is a big advantage of commercials because yeah. I
1: think sometimes
0: it's like it's a break to read a book or a break yeah. to, you know, do anything but just sit there. Yeah, go get your snack, you know, I mean, like you would do in a movie theater, you know, yeah. th- that kind of thing. And speaking of theaters, have you been to Are, are the
1: have you been to a the- theater are you going to a theater since now? Yeah, I have been. Um, okay. We actually went, we went right before the Christmas week. Oh, okay. To, What'd you see? The uh, Spider-Man No Way oh, Home. Okay. Anyway, so. <laughs> you didn't like, I'm not even uh, Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, I, you know, I do like Marvel movies.
0: I, I do too. I love Marvel why. movies. I,
1: I don't like the Spider-Man stuff. Spiders. Because it's like with. Them, <laughs> <'cause>, <laughs> I did like that one where it was animated. That one was cute
0: did you yeah I don't like that. I never liked the I never liked the cartoon and I love Marvel I love all the Marvel but movies you but made I a movie
1: where the where it was a I think a Latino boy or something oh like. you're
0: talking about oh like the uh I forgot what it's oh, called oh the yes right. yeah I know what you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah. can. yeah that was that looked cute well I know I did see I well I'm waiting for so Batman getting into the sad dc movies marvel is like i i smile my sister was even telling me she said you know marvel movies are normally they're kind of upbeat and everything but then you get to dc and it's like it's 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 heroic yeah Mm -hmm. so batman is coming up and it has yeah i i want to see it because uh Zoe Kravitz is in it Lisa Bonet's daughter oh, and Lily yeah. Kravitz's daughter yeah and I said oh but it's only I was hoping it would come to HBO Max but yeah. unfortunately it's only in the theater so I'm just going to
1: wait I, I'm not ready to go to the theater. Oh, it'll come out in a, like probably a couple weeks after <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm waiting stuff on doesn't, stuff doesn't stay at the theater long without it also being available on streaming
0: oh yeah yeah
1: couple of weeks it's just that people don't they've already got us trained with wanting to know like right away like what happened what happened what happened that people don't like spoilers so they want to be one of the first people out to see the movie so that's how they get you know got us with that I'm not one of those I don't care I'm, but <laughs> but um, well certain things certain things i like no I don't want to know you but yeah um,
0: there is another cute movie so it has so Disney uh Encanto you should definitely I wonder I wonder if you haven't seen it you haven't you haven't heard of it you're, you're still like what are you talking about
1: what is it okay it's wait a Encanto. minute
0: Encanto. Okay. okay yeah so yeah so Encanto as I could see that you are not familiar with it your eyes just lit up yes but Encanto is a story about a little girl who is in a family full of people who have magical powers and they it is the most adorable story she's wearing these big old glasses round glasses green frames which i tried to find and i can't find them because i want it
1: oh you want to be her
0: yeah she was so cute and she's (laughs) in this family with uh full of magic and she's the only one that didn't have magic oh and so So she thinks so she thinks but her Uh she never oh I'm not gonna tell it I'm not gonna tell it but the thing is it's amazing how she goes through this journey of um self-discovery and saying and just being encouraging to her family and to as well as to herself without even being fully aware but she's just so cute and curious I highly recommend it I I think I think I think uh your daughter would love it. She would love it. My little
1: this cousin. This a good metaphor You're for so life. Cute. I feel like I i must be hurt because. <laughs> <laughs> we all are. I know I, I am too. I just feel like I. Feel, I watched it twice. <laughs> see, I'm trying to do a lot of self-discovery. And at the same time, I'm encouraging other people to like, you know, really figure out what's going on with themselves because I'm trying to figure out what's going on with myself. Yeah and you know you can only control yourself so i just feel like um we all have like magic and talent in us it just takes us to tap into what is it and what does it look like because it may not look the same as someone else's absolutely you know, not that's what makes us so unique that's what makes self-discovery so interesting and fun it can be you know uh, kind of hurtful or things you know may come up that you're like you don't don't want to face or don't want to admit about yourself but that self-awareness is amazing that that can feel magical just having that awareness of like wow that's why I do that and it can it can give you opportunity to do something different yeah or make a different change or something like that but that sounds like a really cute movie. Yes, I think. I Watched it already. Is it on Disney Plus or something? It's on Disney Plus. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Disney Plus. We
0: do. Mm-hmm. You should watch it tonight. Well, no, no, you can't watch it but you could. You, you should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, what mm-hmm. it's so yeah, cute. It. It's a, <laughs> through, yeah, torture him through it. Be like, hey, listen, I went to see you went to see Spider Man and, and right, Sam right. Dunk contest, so it's like said that's two to one. So it's like okay. you gonna sit right here and watch Encanto with me. I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> cute. But it's good to know that you know they, you know they always have some good storylines. You know Disney most of the time. They we yeah. to be a lot more diverse so
0: it's nice to see mm-hmm. oh yeah oh, for sure for sure but yeah but you know 2022 it turned out to be a great year so far I mean you know everything is getting ready to you know open up and uh I know the world around us really seems like it's uh crumbling faster <laughs> <We're> coming down <laughs> well, this pandemic well but. at
1: this point I feel like at least from my perspective, is I can only do what I can in my own little corner of the world. So I'm trying to be optimistic and be creative about different things to do and be selective of who, um, you know, what I want to do and who I want to be around and things like that. And, you know, we just have to in these uh, times, you. Well, like Um, you say, it's,
0: It's time to zoom, 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 zoom. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're going to do for this episode. Until the next time. time (laughs) Until the next time. Next time. We got to wrap it up. (laughs) Recording stop. Well, that marks the end of this episode. This is Daria. This is Angelon. Two cousins and a microphone. Mm Tune in
1: to our next episode at
0: your podcast outlets and thanks for listening talk with you soon well that marks the end of this episode this is Daria
1: this is Angeline two cousins and a microphone tune in to our next episode at your podcast outlets
0: and thanks for listening talk with you soon